Welcome to Knowledgeable Aging. I'm your host, Jason Kotar. Joining us today to talk about Let's Combat Micrographia is Saba Shahid. Saba is the Chief Smiling Officer of the Art Cart, an internationally acclaimed organization that spreads smiles through creativity and movement. In a short amount of time, Saba has developed her Smile Through Art Creativity and Movement program in the Let's Combat Micrographia program into an international offering that provides programming to thousands of patients, teaching them how to live better with their symptoms instead of feeling burdened by them. Saba is the author of the Let's Combat Micrographia books, book series. The Let's Combat Micrographia books and program is the only research-based program in the world that has proven to help small handwriting in as little as six weeks. The presented content does not provide or constitute medical, financial, or legal advice. The content is for information purposes only. Viewing or listening to the content does not constitute a physician-patient, dentist-patient, fiduciary-client, or attorney-client relationship. How are you doing today, Saba? Very good. How are you, Jason? Very good. I'm looking forward to our conversation. But before we get started, for those that are joining us for the live webinar, type your questions in. Time permitting, we will do everything in our power to get your questions answered. So, Saba, I'm going to turn it over to you. Very good. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you for that introduction, and thank you for, thank you for allowing me to speak on your platform today. Uh, so, I have a short presentation to share with everyone. So, as you know, we'll be talking about micrographia today. Um, so just to give you a little bit of a background, um, Jason did mention this briefly. Um, the ARCART's mission is to help people with Parkinson's disease learn to live better with their symptoms instead of feeling burdened by them. We have two signature programs. One is our Smile Through Art program, which is our creativity and movement program. And then our other, and the focus of today's conversation, is going to be around the Let's Combat Micrographia program. So to give you guys a little bit of a background um, so you can you know, kind of learn about what we've been doing. Um, so back in 2014, we saw that, that there was a great need for some type of resource, some type of education for there to be out there for the community to learn about micrographia and for people living with the symptom to have some type of resource to start improving their handwriting. And so uh, back in 2014, what we did is we set up lots of focus groups throughout the state of Massachusetts. We started researching to see what works, what doesn't work. After two years of very intense research, we then published our first edition of our workbook called the Let's Combat Micrographia Workbook. And then two years later, we continued doing research, continued doing, um, you know, figuring out what works, what doesn't work, adding more content. And in 2018, our work was recognized by the National Institute of Health's National Network of Libraries of Medicine. And they provided us with a grant to now put together the four years of research that we had conducted and be able to put out a resource that has additional information for people living with Parkinson's with this um, condition. And so back in 2019, we released our second edition workbook, the Let's Combat Micrographia workbook. And we also released an online virtual platform where any, anyone living anywhere in the world can access from the comfort of their home. La just last year, we then translated our second edition workbook to Spanish. Um, believe it or not, there is a larger rise of um, Parkinson's diagnoses in Hispanics uh, populations. And so we wanted there to be some type of resource available for those uh, that do not speak English. And then we also published our fourth book last year, which was our Let's Combat Micrographia Interactive Journal, which is just additional practice for people to do after they finish our course or after they finish uh, one of the other workbooks. So, you know, we have about eight years of research under our belt. Um, 
with micrographia and with Parkinson's. And today we are the only evidence-based uh, program that's available worldwide um, that's offering some type of you know, resource for people living with Parkinson's. Um, so to get a little bit into what micrographia actually is, so if you break the two words down, um, micro, right, which is the first part of the word, is small and graphia is handwriting. So micrographia is small handwriting. It could be small, slanted, illegible. If you take a look at the screen here, there's two uh, pictures here. Both are two different people that we worked with. One, this top picture where it says week one, you can see it's the handwriting is small. There's certain words that are illegible. It's slanted, you know, not very um, large either. Uh, and then if you look at the bottom picture, this is a very severe case of micrographia where, um, you know, it's completely illegible. And so in our workshop series, you know, we work with people that have all sorts of varying levels of micrographia. Um, the other thing to note as well is micrography is actually a prodromal symptom. So what this means is that it occurs early on in someone's um, disease, but many people don't learn about it until later on um, as their disease progresses. So one of our, our big goals with this program was also to just simply you know, raise awareness that this is actually a symptom um, for people living with, living with Parkinson's. It's also seen in those living with MS, as well as some individuals with Huntington's disease. Um, so just to give you some quick facts here, uh, believe it or not, 71.4% of our students that have gone through our programming have not spoken to a movement disorder specialist about micrographia. And then after taking our course, just within three weeks of taking our course, 100% of our participants know a state that they know how to combat micrographia and manage it better today versus when they first enrolled in the, in the course. So this is just to kind of give you a bit of an understanding of how little information and, you know, how people are even, you know, not even discussing this with their movement disorder specialists or their, their care team. So, you know, it's one of our goals to spread awareness about this and kind of change the statistic. And we are doing exactly that through our, um, through our courses. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about some challenges that come when you're when you have micrographia. So frustration is, is a big challenge, right? When someone is living with micrographia, it's it's very, very hard to almost think about the the act of writing because because there's so many varying levels of frustrations that can come from that, from you know, your hand being rigid, from just the inability of holding a pen or a pencil. So we talk about how to combat these frustrations. Certain people with Parkinson's may have tremors or may have shakiness in their hands. Again, this is another frustration. This is another um, aspect to Parkinson's that can prevent someone from wanting to write. Many times, you know, our mind wants us to, and our hand wants us to move faster. Um, sorry, our mind wants us to move faster than our hand will allow. And so, you know, sometimes there's this struggle with wanting to move fast, but not being able to move fast because of that lack of control and all the other frustrations that come along with uh, micrographia and with living with um, Parkinson's. So how do we kind of you know, overcome some of these challenges, right? So anytime someone that comes to our workshop or even you know, picks up our book to read, we have a, a whole section in there about you know, 
frustration and about how we need to allow ourselves to kind of reassess the situation with a different light, right? Anytime we feel frustrated, if we just take a step back, take a deep breath and, you know, re-look re at the situation with a different light, we tend to be more receptive, be more positive towards whatever is in front of us. So this is how we practice, you know, kind of combating frustration is through various different techniques, you know, one of which is just taking a deep breath in, releasing that out. And as you release that out, you know, you release out all the tensions, all the negativities that come with the thought or the act of, of writing. The second thing that we talk about and what is very good to do is if you do experience shakiness or tremors, um, one great thing to do when you're when you want to write is try to write during your on periods. Um, so what that means is an on period is when someone with Parkinson's takes their medication and waits about 30 to 45 minutes for the med for that medication to really kick in, um, and at that point their symptoms are. Uh, are a lot less um, apparent than when, let's say they hadn't taken their medication. So what that does is because they're already feeling better, they're in that on period, the chances of them having a better experience with writing is going to be much greater than versus, let's say if they were in one of their off periods. That's the second thing we talk about. Um, the third thing that I wanna kind of mention here is when we think about writing, right? Many of us, um, you know, want to write fast, right? And I talked about this briefly in the previous slide where there's this lack of control as well and we want to move faster. And so it's very important when you're getting back into writing to understand that you're not going to be able to write fast as you, you know, used to. So we need to, again, understand that and allow ourselves to have patience because when we have patience then we can be more receptive to the situation um, with, relearning how to write, right? We have this whole topic of mind-body re-education where we have to, you know, not only work on the physical act of writing, but we have to mentally prepare ourselves to be able to write again. And so many people, um, you know, that we've worked with because of the various different um, challenges that come with, you know, having to write and having micrographia, many people completely stop uh, writing. And so that's why there's this whole component of, you know, recognizing that, you know, we've, we've stopped writing, but now acknowledging that we want to improve that. And the way that we'll improve that is through patience and is through building upon several different topics and techniques um, that come with, you know, relearning how to write. And then the topic of, you know, lack of control and wanting to regain control is, again, built upon um, you know, what I just mentioned again is, you know, we, we work towards getting ourselves to regain that control and being able to have confidence in the process again. Um, so quickly, I just wanted to mention some uh, quick tips about how you can start improving your micrographia. Um, so I love to compare writing with um, exercising. And the reason why I do that is because if we all just take um, a step back here and think about, you know, the first time um, we went to a gym, right? We hadn't worked out, let's say for months and we're going back to the gym. Uh, the first time you get on that treadmill or that spin bike or whatever it might be, you're gonna be huffing and puffing. You're gonna be questioning why, you know, you decided to exercise, but after week one, after week two, after week three, you're gonna be feeling great. You're gonna be challenging yourself more. You're gonna be pushing yourself more. And let's say, you know, week four comes around, week five comes around and in week five, you're like, all right, let me take a week off. Let me take two weeks off. When you go back to it, you know, you're going to be back at square one where you're going to be huffing and puffing again. 
And so writing is exactly the same way, right? The more you write, the more you'll be able to see improvements. Micrographia is not a symptom where you can, you know, there's no quick fix to it and there's no permanent fix to it. It's definitely something that you have to continuously work on and you have to work into almost a routine. Uh, so the more you write, you know, the better, uh, the better that you'll be able to combat the symptom. And then I kind of talked about the whole topic of mind-body re-education um, briefly in the previous slide, but what this really is, is again, you know, getting ourselves ready and mentally prepared for the act of writing, right? When we're more, when we're receptive to whatever, you know, when we can uh, tell ourselves that, okay, I have micrographia, but you know what, I'm going to take control of the symptom and this is what I'm going to do to, you know, further better it, then we're going to be more positive, we're going to be attacking the situation with a better um, mental outlook and we'll be more receptive to making changes that are going to help us improve. So with that, you know, then we need to retrain our body on how to, you know, be able to write again and some of the things that, you know, people can start looking at and being more aware of is posture, right? So many of us have horrible posture, right? regardless of if you're living with a movement disorder or not. Many of us slouch, you know, many of us don't give our, our arms and our wrists and our fingers the right support that, that they need when we're writing. So all these things, you know, really tie into being able to write better. Um, and then the third thing I wanted to briefly mention, you can see in this uh, picture on the slide is this individual is holding on to uh, what is called a writing aid. So there's several different types of writing aids out there. Um, if you think about, you know, a pen or a pencil, Many of them, you know, are very, very, very skinny. Um, so it's very hard even for just the aging population, right? If you're interested in continuing with writing, it's very hard to hold on to that. And so writing aids provide a bit more surface area, provide a bit more control. You know, if you have tremors, if you have rigidity in your hands, having that extra surface area, having that extra protection, you know, to wrap your fingers around something really does make a big difference. Now, writing aids are very um, individualized, and when I say individualized, I mean what might work, you know, for one person might not work for another person. So it's very important to kind of experiment with what um, would work and what wouldn't work. And so I wanted to quickly mention here um, the resources that we do have. Um, so we have the four workbooks that I talked about. Uh, we have our vir virtual workshop series, which is delivered through a Thinkific platform. And what that means is that anyone from anywhere around the world can go on, log in, create an account. Our first introductory workshop um, is 100% free and you can start learning about the course. You can start taking the course from the comfort of your own home. Uh, we also have live workshop series which are delivered through Zoom. Um, and in both of these series, there's a huge accountability factor. Um, so believe it or not, you know, you are going to put yourself in the student seat, as we like to say, and you know, what you put into it is what you'll get out of it. Um, our instructors are 100% are you know, there and 100% supportive, but you know, we really, for those that are interested in participating, you do have to know that um, you know, we do expect you, if you want to see improvements, uh, to do you know, the work uh, that we suggest that you do. And then we also have a certification program for professionals. So because we are the only um, you know, organization out there that is doing what we're doing. We have created a certification program back in 2019 and are certifying um, you know, everyone from OTs, PTs, to even professionals that just work with people living with Parkinson's um, to get certified and to start teaching this to their community. 
Um, these, this is just an example, um, pictures of, of the books that we have. So this first one is our first edition, the red text. The second one is our second edition workbook. And just to give you an idea, this first edition was only 20 pages and the second edition is over 60 pages. Um, then this third one is our Spanish edition and this fourth book is our workbook. Um, and I just quickly wanted to show you guys this picture that we saw earlier um, when I first started the presentation. Uh, you can see here, this was the same lady's handwriting that we saw week one. This was her handwriting week three, and this was her handwriting in week six. So this is just an example of what, you know, someone that is living with micrographia can achieve in as little as six weeks. And I have one other example I wanted to show you. So this is the other example, the case of very severe micrographia, right? And you can see here, this was the handwriting in week one, and then here in week three, both of these pictures, you can see letters are starting to be formed again. Um, this is a very, very, you know, amazing, very, very meaningful um, for me as an instructor and creator of this program because, and I hope, you know, whoever's watching this is able to get some hope from looking at this picture uh, because again, this is a very severe case of micrographia, but this individual did what we told them to do. And in just, in as little as three weeks, you know, are now able to form letters which they weren't able to do before. Um, and lastly, uh, this is just what our virtual workshop series looks like. Um, so with that being said, Jason, uh, that is all I had for my presentation today. Good, excellent stuff, Saba, thank you. Um, I wanna talk about writing. You had mentioned, it's just like going to the gym, like you said, you gotta write, write, write. How can someone write more? Absolutely. So great question. So, you know, it all begins with the the desire to want to write again, right? So many of us face, you know, real life situation where we situations where we have to write, you know, whether that's signing a check, whether that's going to the doctor's office and filling out a form. So these are all things that, you know, we're almost forced to do, right, when we have to write. And so when you want to write, right, some simple things that you can do you know, look outside, look at how the weather is, right? Jot down a couple sentences about the weather. Um, if that's too much, right? Just start off with writing your name, right? Something as simple as that, right? Our name is very personable to us. Many people, even with signing a check, that's very, something that's very personable. So when you, you know, I think the biggest thing with micrographia is accepting that this is a struggle that you have and then wanting to, you know, move forward with wanting to write. And, you know, it's as simple as picking up a pen or a pencil and just starting to jot down your thoughts. Yeah. So I want to touch on off the air. We were talking, I, I saw an interview that you had. And I wanted to just, I'm going to, a couple quotes that you said that I really, I thought were very inspirational. You said, writing is such a personal ability. Regaining the ability is essentially regaining confidence and that signing your own name is very liberating. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, we live in such a technologically advanced world now where so many people are out of touch with writing, right? But for someone who's living, you know, with one of these movement disorders or with Parkinson's, it is something that's very personable. Um, it's something that gives people confidence, right? To be able to pick up that pen or pencil and be able to just simply write their name, nothing else. And so, um, you know, that is why we've raised so much awareness behind this symptom 
because it does give people hope, you know, and it gives people that are living with the symptom um, some type of control and some type of hope back into, um, you know, learning to live better with their symptoms today while they may be waiting for a cure, while they may be waiting for, you know, some type of new medication to come out to help with some other symptom. So it is something that's very personable. Um, it's something that's very often forgotten, you know, especially because of the, the world that we live in now where everything is just so revolved around technology. Yeah. So I want to talk about collaboration, Saba. So I think it goes without saying that, you know, a team approach is best when you're talking to a patient, when you're treating a patient. Can you talk a little bit about collaboration with regards to what you've learned and the professionals that you've worked with in the Parkinson's arena? Absolutely. So yeah, collaboration is key. You know, I always love to say we're stronger together. Mm -hmm. And that is so true because, um, you know, there's so many different facets of a of a person, you know, I'm just going to use Parkinson's as an example, um, you know, a person living with Parkinson's where they're dealing with so many different things. And, you know, it really does take a team. Right. And um, even though we're on, you know, this platform where we're just focused on the micrographia symptom, you know, we work with movement disorder specialists, we work with neurologists, we work with local hospitals, we work with national hospitals, national organizations, you know, and together that's the team, right, that helps figure out what's going to help uh, these people living with, you know, Parkinson's today versus, you know, waiting for a cure, et cetera, et cetera. And so one thing I love to mention is that, um, many of the movement disorder specialists that we work with, they actually write scripts to for their patients to come to our programming. Um, and, you know, and that's just so meaningful because that shows that, you know, them as a professional who's, you know, dealing with the medical side of things also sees us as that professional that's going to, you know, help their patient in a certain way. And now we're all collaborating and we're all coming together as a team to help these people live better. So yeah. collaboration is very important. Um, I've, you know, when we were doing our research initially, um, it was very independent. And so, um, you know, we had to go through all the, the hoops and hurdles of, you know, presenting our information, presenting our research. Um, and, you know, with doing that, there is just so much uh, receptiveness to it as well, right? Because there was such a lack of information out there. And so, you know, that just goes to show that having a collaborative um you know, effort allows not only, you know, people living with these disorders to benefit, but also the entire care team because, you know, you're, you're sharing this knowledge. So if somebody's watching this and they, they say, I, I believe I have micrographia, what, what's the first step they should take? Yeah, definitely. So we have, uh, you know, I mentioned the resources that we have. Um, you definitely want to talk to your movement disorder specialist about it. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't shy away from having that conversation. Um, you know, the next thing that you can do if you're just curious about learning more, um, you can get one of our workbooks that I showed um, on the screen previously. And the way our workbooks are developed is if you open it up, uh, you'll feel like there's a, a teacher in front of you. Right. And there's all sorts of um, activities where you're having to write in the book. You're doing various different hand exercises to regain that strength. So that book is really what we describe as our first step. Right. For someone who wants to be further educated about micrographia and for someone who wants to start learning about what they can do to start improving that symptom. 
Um, now, if you're very, very passionate about, um, you know, improving your symptom and, imp and getting started with, you know, better, having better handwriting, uh, we have our live workshop series and we also have the, um, the live workshop series, which are delivered through Zoom, and we have the virtual uh, workshop platform, which is through our online database where, you know, anyone can log on and start taking that course. Both of our courses, again, uh, have that accountability factor that I talked about. Even with the one that's on the virtual platform, you know, it's all um, instructor-led, um, you know, virtually. I think like a lot of people that get involved in certain industries or passions, they're impacted personally. Can you talk about what happened with you as far as the reason why you got into um, Parkinson's and ultimately, you know, micrographia? Yeah, absolutely. So um, two things got my involvement going um, with, you know, creating the art cart. Um, so a bit of bit of a history about me. Um, I, you know, always wanted to go to medical school. So this was about 10 years ago. I was applying to medical school. I wanted to be a doctor. My main goal was to spread smiles to, to patients. And that's why, you know, our, our other program is called Smile Through Art. Um, and, um, you know, just raise awareness about the fact that, you know, smiling, the inability to smile is a symptom of certain, you know, disorders, Parkinson's being one of them with the facial masking and rigidity that comes with that. And so back then, um, you know, I was working a corporate job and I was like, you know, I, I, I can't stay behind the, the screen that much longer and I want to do something now. And so that's when I created the art car, combined my two passions, um, got that medical school acceptance letter, but rejected it and went on this uh, path. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful that, you know, this was my path because I really truly feel like I was saying I'm part of that care team. You know, um, I'm able to, uh, you know, have a conversation with a neurologist, move into disorder specialist and think about ways that we can better the life of, of a certain patient. And, you know, that to me is has just been so meaningful um, and has really allowed uh, me to be able to, um, you know, help help those living with this disorder. Um, the other thing, number two, was my husband's uh, mother had Parkinson's disease. Um, she unfortunately passed away from complications of Parkinson's um, at a very young age of 55. And so with Parkinson's being a movement disorder and there being a lot that you can do with art around um, movement disorders, that's why my focus kind of went towards Parkinson's. Um, and unfortunately, I was never able to meet her. And so now I, every time I do interact with someone with Parkinson's, you know, I feel like I meet a bit of her and each person that I do work with. Um, so it is something that's very, very meaningful to me. It's something that I'm very passionate about. And, you know, like I said, if I were to look back at, you know, the decisions I made, I, I would not go back. So I'm curious, the many years you've been in this from when you first started down this path to today, are there a couple takeaways that you have that maybe you can share that you've learned about Parkinson's? Yeah, so uh, one thing that, you know, I like to talk about is, um, you know, when we are living with a certain condition, right, whether it's Parkinson's or, or anything else, many of us are almost afraid to try something new, right? And so that's one thing that I have seen kind of across the board where, you know, when people don't necessarily know about something, you know, and this can be, you know, disorder or no disorder, right? We tend to be hesitant and we tend to gravitate towards things that, you know, we are familiar with. Um, so something like micrographia, um, you know, if you are afraid, you know, to try, I like to tell everyone, you know, don't be afraid, right? You never know where 
this certain activity, or let's say, you know, you came to a smile through art workshop, what that smile through art workshop would bring for you, or what, you know, just opening up this micrographia book would bring for you. So I think it's very important for people not to be afraid and to, you know, welcome opportunities that do come towards them, right? Because even if it's just, let's say, an improvement to posture that someone gets, like, wow, you know, that's one thing better that you were doing, uh, you're doing now than you were doing before. And so, you know, I think this idea of being receptive, um, you know, when you are living with a certain medical condition is, is very, very important. Um, you know, there's lots of great support groups out there. There's lots of great resources, you know, for um, movement disorders in general, you know, get involved, learn about what's going on. Uh, when you meet other people that are living with, you know, what you are living with, it, it becomes that much easier. I love to say that, you know, all of the people with Parkinson's that I work with, that my husband works with, we're all a big family, right? We're all in this together. We're all in this for, for the same goal of, of bettering, you know, your lives. And so, you know, you can, you know, be vulnerable and, and allow yourself to learn and allow yourself to have these different experiences, which may, you know, open up other doors for you. Last question, Saba. So obviously we're in a pandemic that's impacting everybody. Um, but with what you're doing with Let's Come Back Micrographia, you're now four books, you're on multiple continents. What is What excites you about the future with where you're headed? Yeah, so, um, you know, I like to say that our virtual platform, we developed it at the right time because it was pre-COVID. Um, and now, you know, living with COVID, um, we're able to, uh, you know, target more people because more people are receptive to doing things online. Right, so we're able to uh, be able to reach more folks that are living with Parkinson's that have micrographia. And so, um, you know, it's just really exciting. We're in that phase now where we are expanding, we're training more and more people. Um, and so, you know, the, the thought of this programming being available to people, let's say in, you know, a country like um, India, for example, right, or, or Pakistan or, you know, Sri Lanka, somewhere, you know, a developing country is just very, very exciting to me to know that you know this is a program that we can make accessible to people that are living worldwide, uh, one because of technology, but two also because of you know the 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 years of research that we have and and our program being evidence based, and so um, you know I'm just really looking forward to continue build continuing on building this community um, where you know people with Parkinson's um, or other movement disorders that are that do have micrographia can come, you know, have that information that they need um, at very little cost to them and, and be able to start making that improvement in their lives. Excellent. Well, thank you, Saba. So how can people find you? Yeah, so I will um, share my screen again real quickly. And so people can find us uh, directly through email. Um, so smilethroughart at gmail.com. You can also visit both of our websites, uh, www.smilethroughart.com, which is specifically focused around our creativity and movement program. And then www.letscombatmicrographia.com, which is specifically focused on our micrographia program. And you can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, our handle is at Smile Through Art. Very good. As far as Knowledgeable Aging, all of our archive webinars are on our website, knowledgeableaging.com. You can also go to our YouTube page. We update the YouTube page. Um, go to Knowledgeable Aging, excuse me, on Knowledgeable Aging on YouTube. Uh, you can find five to six webinars per week. We update there, so please subscribe to that. If, web, if uh, podcasts are your thing, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Tunes, et cetera. 
Till next time, I'm your host, Jason Kotar, and this is Knowledgeable Aging.